0: I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about getting commitment from our clients and bad mums. Hi and welcome to episode 21 of the Just Cause Audio where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie or tv show so we can learn to become better communicators entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just cause. Today's metaphor has been drawn from the movie Bad Mums, and so we're going to be talking about what happens in that movie and how it relates to us as communicators when we're trying to get commitment from our audience to our idea or our message, Or as entrepreneurs during the sales process on how we get commitment how we get buy-in because at the end of the day we're all selling whether we're selling someone a product or service whether we're selling ourselves in a date or whether we're on stage and we're simply selling an idea at the end of the day the the receiver the audience the person who's on the other end of our message or our sales pitch they are the person that needs to buy into our idea or buy into the concept or buy into the product and so by looking at what happens in the movie bad mums there's actually direct correlation to how we can overcome those challenges and have more people buy in to our idea now i know you're probably thinking what is you know this this little crazy talking about bad mums and a sales process what that what has that got to do with it well if you've listened to any any of our just cause you would understand that my my metaphors and ideas are a bit bit of fun but there's always practicality in it so trust me bear with me in this let's let's go let's go for a ride you know (laughs) let's let's go on a journey if you've seen the movie bad mums you would know that it's a group of soccer mums you know like overworked over 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 pressured mums that are just trying to keep their families together that are running around taking kids to soccer practice baking them cakes putting together parties um you know put making costumes for school you know the typical the typical mum that has so much pressure some of them are career mums some of them are stay home mums some of them but there's there's a small community a small group of these mums that get together and they have this challenge where they are just overworked over pressured and just have had enough and what what happens is eventually they decide to have a night out and the mums who are normally great mums turn into what they deem as bad mums and what happens is those mums they get to get a few drinks of them get they get a little crazy and things go wrong and they lose all commitment to them to their families they lose all commitment to their role as a mum and so with this metaphor if just you know just in our situation if someone is uh, if a bad mum or if a mum is let let loose and let crazy, things will go crazy. Things will get out of hand, and they will lose commitment. So, how does that relate to us as uh, communicators, as salesmen, as entrepreneurs? How does that relate? How does that relate to us? Well, because maybe not all of us are mums. Yeah, you know, maybe some of us are, 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 are male, so we're not technically a mum. But i'm going on actually the spelling and this is actually a practical uh exercise that i run all of my clients through before we start writing a script before we go into uh writing a keynote we do this exercise back when i used to mainly be focused on business coaching when i used to train sales processes i used to sit down with my clients and do this process before they would prepare for a sales meeting now here it is what we need to do is to make, avoid things getting crazy to avoid things going getting out of hand and to avoid our audience or the receiver or the potential client to uh, lose commitment to our message to our idea to our product or service we must address the mums right get stay stay with me here there's a bit bit of a tricky spelling here also if if you are in if you do the english spelling the traditional english not the united states spelling of mum but for this example i'm going to go with the american uh, the us spelling of mum m o m right so what we need to do is we need to address those mums before they go crazy before they're let loose now what are those mums MUM actually stands for, remember M-O-M, so it's a really good way for us to remember it. I always ask my clients, what's the mums, what's the mums? M-O-M stands for Myths, Objections, and Misconceptions. Myths, Objections, and Misconceptions. So every time I mention mums today, I want you to think about the myths, objections, and misconceptions. Because... If we're standing on stage, if we're sitting across the desk from someone, if we're having a conversation with someone, I guarantee you there are some mums, some myths, objections and misconceptions that are running through their mind, which are, if let free, will will cause the conversation to go crazy, things to go wrong and cause them not to have commitment to our message, to our product, our service or our idea. And we don't want that. We we need to have those mums under control. Because just like in the movie, if we let the mums free, things go crazy and we don't want that. So let's let's look at this concept of mums, you know, the myths, objections, and misconceptions in our business, in our in our industry or for our product or service. Now, I know that most people traditionally look at these sorts of things at the end of a sales meeting. So at the end of the sales meeting, you know, you go through your script, you do your presentation, and at the end you ask them if they've got any questions, and at that point you respond to all their objections. And usually those objections are wrapped up with myths or misconceptions also. And so with these myths, objections, and misconceptions, I'm going to ask you, what are some of the myths, objections, and misconceptions that you have in your industry about your product or service or about you personally? Now, when I say myths, objections, and misconceptions, it's not necessarily that there's three columns. There's a column for myths, there's a column for objections, and there's a column for misconceptions sometimes they are one in the same sometimes they cross across all three of them and some of them are unique to each category but the reason why i say mums myths objections and misconceptions is one it's kind of catchy it's kind of fun i like working around with acronyms and i like talking about mums so it sticks in your mind that all the time you'll be thinking about mums 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 myths objections and misconceptions i like that But it's also the fact that we need to not only address objections because sometimes there are things that are uniquely myths. Sometimes there's things that are uniquely objections. Sometimes there's things that are uniquely misconceptions. And if we want commitment from that person to And you know usually the commitment is we want them to commit to purchasing the product to signing on the dotted line or as a communicator as a speaker from stage we're ultimately wanting people to address or to to take on board and implement the ideas and strategies in which we are talking about so we need to first of all address the myths objections and misconceptions now I'll I'll use this as an example. I just spoke about a misconception. A misconception is the fact that objections should be handled at the end of a sales process. I I spoke about that. But the challenge is, if we go with that traditional uh, theory of of addressing objections at the end, then all what we're going to be coming across as is defensive. We're going to then come across as a quote unquote salesman and I know none of us want to be that sleazy salesman that's trying to just try to get sign on the dotted line. We care about our clients, we care about our product or service and we know that our product or service can provide what they need. We just need to get them convinced of it. We need we need to prove it to them. And waiting till the end of the presentation to respond in a defensive nature is not the most effective way for us to to be able to build that relationship, for us to get that commitment. Could you imagine that if you got to the end of the conversation, whether it be a keynote presentation or whether it be a sales presentation, could you imagine that if they got to the end, they had no myths, objections, or misconceptions, what would they be ready to do? They would either say yes or no, because let's be honest, sales is not about signing everyone because not everyone is right not everyone can buy our product or service we're wanting to find the people that it's right for and at the end if they just say no and we have addressed all the myths objections and misconceptions that's fine we can walk 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 away feeling satisfied and not like they've they've come up with some objections and we've gone into battle and, it, and it's this big dispute you know it's this kind of to and fro and tug of war and then eventually you walk out up both are a little frustrated but if you walk out at the end having no misobjections or misconceptions at the end having addressed them at the start then you get both going to walk away from the conversation satisfied i've had i would i would not be able to count the amount of sales meetings i've had and with me using this sales strategy with me using this up front instead of at the end, I walked away from pretty much every single one of those strat sales meetings. I'm not gonna say everyone, because obviously they don't always go to plan, but a majority of them I walked away shaking hands, friends, you know, really friendly, walked away happy, even got referral from other from other people for them. Why? Because I wasn't like the typical salesman that was just battling the the rejections or the objections at the end another reason why we need to address these myths objections and misconceptions and i'll encourage you not to do it at the end we do it at the start we do it as early on in the conversation the reason for this is just like in the movie bad mums if we if we let the bad mums loose it goes crazy now that's great in metaphor and in and in and in the movies but what does that mean in a sales meeting? What does that mean if we're standing on stage talking about a concept or selling our, our concept? What that means is there's mums, bad mums and I'm going to call them bad mums because misobjections and misconceptions are usually wrong. Most of the time they're wrong and that's why we need to address them. So they're bad mums because they're causing negative Effects in our listener, in our prospect. If we, if we focus on addressing those mums early, they're not going to be distracted. Because could you imagine that if you're on stage, when I say stage, it, wherever it is, it maybe sitting across the table from someone, uh, you may be going for a walk, having a sales meeting for someone, it may be over the phone. But just imagine that you're having a sales meeting or you're communicating on stage about a particular topic and someone in the audience or your prospect is thinking about one of the mums whether it be a myth objection or misconception from the start like let, let me use me for an example i i'm pretty young like i'm 35 at the, at the time of this recording and i consider myself really young i'm very lucky that i've had many years of very uh, unbelievable experiences and I've been very fortunate that I built up a great repertoire of experiences and qualifications but I am one I'm young but number two I actually look a lot younger than I am a lot of people say that I look mid mid mid-20s if not just a little bit older than mid-20s and I get it a lot and there's a lot of people that will have this objection that I'm not going to take advice from someone who's young. I'm not going to take advice from this, from this kid who's, uh, who, who probably doesn't have much life experience himself. So what I do is, if I did not address that early on, everything that I say throughout the whole sales meeting, everything that I say throughout the whole speech or keynote or presentation or pitch or whatever, whatever I'm delivering at that time, If they're thinking, this guy is just too young, no matter what I say, no matter how awesome my product is, no matter how great my experience is, this person is still thinking in their mind, they've got a bad mum running around in their mind, running crazy, and that's causing them not to have commitment to my message, to the product or service that I'm offering. So quite often when I get up on the stage, one of the things that, that I'll mention early on is that... I've been speaking on stages for twenty-three years, and I make a little bit of a joke out of it, actually, because I joke that you know what? I've been speaking for twenty-three on stages for twenty-three years. Yes, you probably don't even think I'm that old, and so it's a little bit of a lighthearted joke, and and it, it warms people up, but it addresses a myth that or a misconception that number one that I'm young and then also it expresses the misconception that i don't have enough experience right so so it shows that one actually i'm not all that young oh this person has got a lot of experience and then i talk about other things to address other other myths objections and misconceptions and usually the first Uh, depending on how long the conversation is, the first probably 15 minutes of an hour-long keynote is spent addressing myths, objections, and misconceptions because I want those people to not be distracted, to not be thinking about those mums, those bad mums and myths, objections, and misconceptions. I want them focused on my message. I want them focused on my pitch. I want them focused on my outcome and if we don't do that they get they're going to have bad mums running crazy around in their mind running crazy and distracting them from our ultimate message so that's why we need to address them first now how do we do this i what i do with my clients and what i do every time i get up to speak i just get a blank piece of paper and a pen and i sit there and go okay what are all the myths, objections, and misconceptions? And I'll write mums on top, of the, on, top of the, um, on top of my piece of paper. And you may have to write out myths, objections, and misconceptions to try to trigger your thought. Like I said, you don't have to write columns of, of one or the other because sometimes you get challenged with, um, oh, which column does this fit in? They're all the same. So first, the first step in how we overcome mums is, first of all, we must do it early we must do it early on in our conversation address them get it you know the old saying of address the elephant in the room we must address these myths objections and misconceptions these bad mums early on in the conversation how do we do that first of all we need to identify them and like i said just write on a blank piece of paper and sit down and try to put on Put it down as many as you can. I did this exercise with my mum, with my mum, my mum, <laughs> the other day, um, and and we we were we came up with three pages full of myths, objections, and misconceptions around this particular topic that we were talking about. And it was funny. We, we got went through this process, and my mum's turned around. She's, she said to us. She said, "Wow, that's so many." Are we going to be speaking about all of that? And I said, yes, we have to, or at least the main main theme of them, obviously, depending on what time you have. So first of all, we need to identify them. We need to identify them. And how do you do that? Just by brainstorming. Another strategy that you can use is ask your friends, ask your partners, ask anyone. Jump onto Facebook and ask people, what, do you, what is your big myth or what is your objection or what's your uh, misconception of industry X, of the finance industry, of salespeople in general? I mean, look, we, we speak about salespeople. One of the big myths, objections and misconceptions is that all salesmen are sleazy and they're in it for themselves that's only very few and so we need to address that first of all if we are in sales one of the um when when i was in, in sales when i was when i was sitting there and, and this is how we address them so first of all we identify them second of all how we address them is through stories don't just don't just say oh you know, you may think i'm young i'm not I tell a story about how my first ever speech was at the age of 12 and I've been speaking for 23 years, it was in an audience of 1500 people and I tell a little bit of the story and people in that story, a myth, objection and misconception, of mum is being addressed. I used to sell mortgages, I was actually the youngest mortgage manager in Australia and I started out, I did very well in, in that role and i used to sit down with people and i knew one of the one of the myths objections or misconceptions actually it was more of a myth or misconception. they see how they they sort of correlate between each other was the fact that that uh signing up for a loan is easy and getting a mortgage is easy and so i used to tell stories i go in and go ah oh, some people think this is quick and easy look at uh, this a client that i was with the other day felt like this and they thought this and then we went through the process and this was the result that they got. This is what we need to do. And I, I, I've sort of blanked the the details out there for time's sake, but you understand that we need to tell the story that not to say, oh, you're probably thinking, but say, I had this client the other day that said X and they were thinking the same thing. and uh, And this is what we did and this was the reality. So always tell a story always place another client in that story and then tell them how you overcome that or give them a reason not to have that as a myth objection or misconception because if we address all our myths objections and misconceptions early on in the conversation then we can have complete buy-in buy into our product buy into our idea. And who knows, maybe the sales meeting will be cut short because they'll turn around and say, shut up, I'm ready to sign. I've had clients do that. I've had clients within the first 15 minutes after I've addressed all the myths, objections, and misconceptions before I've even gone into the product, they've just said, shut up, where do I sign? And so, and, and they've bought straight away. And I said, well, oh, do you want to know how much it is? And they're like yeah, I'll, like, yeah, whatever, how much? Like, yeah, cool, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll buy that. And uh, so, if we can address them with stories effectively and show them that the, that it is a myth, objection or misconception, that we can overcome those and show them what reality is through stories, it's less intrusive, less defensive. We, we're very upfront with what we're saying and they can have buy-in. And then they're nodding along, then they're agreeing with everything that we say along the way because they don't have any bad mums running around in their mind. So let me ask you, what are some of the myths, objections or misconceptions about you and your industry? Let me challenge you, take time out, turn this podcast off at the end And sit down for 15, 20 minutes and write down on a piece of paper every single myth, objection, and misconception there is about you personally, there is about your industry, or there is about your product or service. I guarantee if you did that and then found stories to overcome each of those, examples in your history to overcome those, that you will be able to overcome all the myths, objections, misconceptions, or the bad mums and get greater commitment from your audience. I'm looking forward to seeing your results with addressing all the bad mums. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Thank you for listening. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause.